A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast with Matt Pryor, Darren Goff, Steve Harmison and myself, Neil Manthorpe at the Kensington Oval in Barbados. What a day of cricket. West Indies were dismissed for 289 in the morning session, but England got off to a terrible start in their response. Here comes Holder and again now passes on pound balls to Root. And Root has wrapped up the pound, there's a loud appeal for Abu Dhabi, he's gone. Oh, he's given him. Root and... Stokes will come together to decide if they should review that, but I've got to tell you, for the naked eye, it looked pretty plump. England were 44 for four when the captain, Joe Root, was dismissed. 44 for four quickly became 77 all out. Joseph in once again, and that's edge to second slip. Jason Holder takes the catch, and England have been bowled out for 77. West Indies had a first innings lead of 212, but England fought back in the evening session. So Sam Curran from the Joel Garner end. Short point, short cover on the offside, as well as a mid-off and two on the boundary. Oh, it's in the air and it's out! It's been driven straight to one of those two men in the short covers. And Hetmai goes for 31. 120 for six. This crazy day, an 18-wicket day, and Sam Curran has a wicket. The West Indies closed on 127 for six, a lead of 339. What a day. 18 wickets have fallen. The Test match is galloping forward. We've had some wonderful batting, but particularly wonderful bowling from uh, the West Indies. Four-man pace attack, Kemar Roach, five for 17. Absolutely outstanding. Jason Holder, the captain, two for 15. Alzari Joseph, two for 20. England were bowled out for 77, but struck back themselves with uh, six wickets in the final session. It has been breathtaking stuff, Darren Goff. 18 wickets, the West Indies lead by 339. 
nine. They earned themselves a first innings lead of 212. You would have thought England had no chance of fighting themselves, fighting their way back into the test match. But, <laughs> well, where do you start? What a test match. I uh, really enjoyed it. It's been fantastic. Uh, end to edge. Uh, 264 for eight this morning. Jimmy Anderson said last night, he said, well, it'd be interesting. Big day tomorrow. I get that. Every roll run. Let's have a look. See what happens on that pitch. Let's bat for a day and a half. Because hopefully it'll be at its flattest. Well, well, well. What a shock. 289. The West Indies uh, managed to get. Heitmeyer was absolutely superb uh, the way he played. 81 he got. But then the fun started. The party started. 77 all out. Kemar Roach absolutely outstanding. 5 for 17. England 77 all out. Barry Wilkinson has uh, been as breathless as all of us on a day of surreal entertainment and it has been. Uh, see, England bowled out for 77. I mean, it's not the first time they've been bundled out for, for not very much, less than 100 in, in the Caribbean. But Barry, you said you spoke of pessimism yesterday and, and the sense of disappointment that West Indies batsmen were making 40s and 50s and you said you'd seen them do it before. But they lead by 339. Surely you allow yourself a smile after day two. Well, yeah, but don't forget, <laughs> they, they lead by that because of the bowling, not because of the batting. The bowling is what did the trick again. They, they bowled England for 77, that's why they have the lead. And they almost blew it as well by being 121 for six. So anything is possible, but I think it'll be very difficult to see the West Indies losing from here. But I'm still concerned about their batting. Their batting has that ability to continue to crumble. Mate, you got 289 in that first innings. That's a good score. Look at the average scores here in Barbados. It was fantastic. We said, let's wait and see to the West Indies ball. Now, West Indies had to get them runs on the board first. They won the toss, they batted, and they got them on the board. And then the bowlers cashed in against a poor England performance, really. Listen, the, the bowling of Kimo Roach today was exceptional. 170 test wickets he has now. And I, I thought that um, when people were looking at Shannon Gabriel to be the star at the beginning of this series, no one was very focusing on Kimo Roach. But his line and length, his pace, his everything was impeccable. He, to me, was the star of the day. I mean, no one else shunned like him. I was impressed with how Hetmar batted earlier. But I thought that Kimo Roach today was just beautiful. He was the man, the real star. Jason Holder, spare moment for him as well because his captaincy was very good and he also got the breakthrough which was important. Barry, go and get the rum punches in. We're going to wrap up here because you should have a smile on your face. And if the, so the batsman didn't put a smile on your face, this was a throwback to the great four-man, fast-bowling, aggressive, glory days of the West Indies. Indeed it was. And I think... I think Darren was on with me when he said he, he feels like he's back in like 1980 or 1979 when the West Indies uh, had a four-pronged pace attack and were really bowling with fire, hostility, good lines and good length. So that is extremely pleasing. And I think that this West Indies bowling attack is coming on leaps and bounds. And if they can get it right in all three tests with Antigua and St. Lucia, who knows, this Wisdom Trophy could well be staying here. We'll see you later. He's got a smile on his face, I'm delighted to say. Well, he hasn't. He's still not convinced. Well, he walked off with a smile. Well, he, he walked, walked off with a smile, but he's still not convinced this West Indies team can win this match. He's still nervous. I saw him in the corridors as he was coming for his stint on TalkSport 2. And he still said, oh, I'm not sure. He said, I'm not so sure of this collapse. I, I, I don't think we've got enough. 
Well, I think the West Indies have been outstanding. They're in a great position of the game. Even in that second innings, yes, they've had that collapse, but they, they find themselves 127 for six. Look at the way the scores of the game have been going. They're well and truly in it. Well and truly. Let's get the thoughts of Matt Pryor and uh, Steve Harmison as well. It's an 18-wicket day, Matt. Um, the entertainment value has just been extraordinary, but will England supporters have reason to feel let down or should they concentrate on the superb bowling from the home side? No, I think sometimes you have to give credit where it's due. Um, West Indies, <laughs> I think they've played brilliantly, to be honest, from the start. They fought hard yesterday with the bat and uh, today they bowled absolutely beautifully. Look, no international cricket team should be bowled out for 77. There's no doubt about that. This England team will be hugely disappointed in the situation they find themselves in, and, and rightly so. But West Indies bowled well, Kemar Roach bowled fantastically, uh, a credit where it's due, as I say. Harmi, just a quick word from you again. Um, it, it's England who got bowled out for 77, but as a fast bowler, you'll have enjoyed watching that, wouldn't you? No, fantastic. It was, it was brilliant. You mentioned the question, you mentioned the matter, you spot on. You know, you've, the two teams, one team's allowed to play well, one team, you've got it. What you find coaches will say, oh, the, yeah, you do your preparation, you get to a point and then you find a way. Well, England couldn't find a way of overcoming what and how good. One, Kimo Roach was, from an individual point of view, a four-man pace attack who had proper pace and hit the deck hard and England just had no answer to it. Didn't get off to a good start. A couple of dis a couple of dismissals are right at the top, which then let the water in. But the rest of it was blown away by fantastic fast bowling, which is going to put bums on seats. Well, I'm delighted to say that uh, we've been joined by uh, Kimar Roach, who has blown England away. Absolutely magnificent performance from you, Kimar. Did you, did you expect to have uh, that kind of impact, you and the other three quicks? Oh, it, it went pretty easy today. Um, I didn't expect it to be that easy, but that's cricket for you. You know, um, on a day, you put the balls in the right areas and things happen for you. And today is one of those days, but I think the whole bowling unit to get a ball well and obviously to restrict England for 77. That's, that's a great job, number two in the world. I think second inning is going to be pretty big for us this game. Talk us through the pitch, uh, Kumar, because, I mean, we watched England bowl on it. Yeah, they haven't got the pace of the West Indies, but Anderson ball with ter terrific discipline. Ben Stokes looked dangerous uh, when he was bowling, but you guys seemed to get the ball to go through a lot quicker than England boys and got a lot more bounce. Yeah, I think uh, obviously playing at home, you know, you know the pitch a little bit better than, uh, than the opposition. And I think um, usually the wicket quickens up on the second and third day, and then on the fourth and fifth day, it tends to get a little low and uneven. So obviously we knew that coming into the game, that's what we batted first. And I think the plans are working up so far. It's just about to get 400 runs on the board and obviously go into second innings and obviously win some games for West Indies. And were there any thought whatsoever, because you only bowled 30 overs as a team, were there any thought whatsoever to thought, let's have another go and get England four or five down tonight? Yeah, definitely. I went to Jason at, um, at, at a certain period of time and they asked him, what are you thinking? And it was a toss up between bowling the game and batting the game. But the aim is not to bat twice on the um, bat last on the pitch. Um, it looks like an even one. It's going to be tough for the batsmen batting second. So I think it's best to get it in now and obviously made an English toll on a pretty tough pitch in the second innings. You're leading by 339. Um, and uh, you've got four wickets left. Uh, do you think you've got enough already? No, I think 400 runs is what we're looking for. Um, the guys are very ready for 400 runs. I think you're focused on that and we're going to come out here tomorrow, obviously, and work hard to those 400 runs. Finally, a word for Alzari Joseph. England was seven down before he even got to come on and bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's, it goes that way sometimes. You know, um, certain days it just happens for you and then other days you could be bowling pretty early, you know, so keep fighting. 
is my advice to him. Obviously, he has a big future for West Indies. Which wicket of yours gave you most pleasure? Oh, Butler. Butler was a one today. Many happy, yeah. I don't think he had any chance against that, did he? Oh, yeah, he lifted a little bit. <laughs> well, where, do, where do we call it? Chin music. Oh, that's chin music. <laughs> well done, Kimo. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Excellent. Congratulations. Brilliant. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, um, he's got a smile on his face, but he's not in danger of going and putting his feet up and celebrating too early. He's um, he's still got his feet on the floor, hasn't he? He said 400. That's Four, what they need. 400. Well, if that's what they want, that's what I'm sure they can. Well, they'll get that now, really, shouldn't they? You know, the way, the way things have gone, everything that they've wanted in this game so far since the day before the game, the West Indian supporters, the Wendiest Indian selectors, the captain, the coach, everything the West Indies have wanted, they've gotten so far. So if they won 400, I'm sure they'll probably get it. There's a lot of talk about the selection, isn't there, Darren? And, you know, the, there will continue to be talk about England's selection and uh, a general consensus that they got it wrong, that they read the pitch wrong, that they went in with uh, three seamers and two spinners and they should have followed the home team's lead and gone in with four seamers. It, There's no point, I suppose, in England, the management, Joe Root, the captain, anybody of of them reflecting on that, but it's our job too. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, I think we've said, (laughs) I think we've pretty made our opinions fairly clear on on where we stand with that. We don't think the the right 11 was selected, Stuart Broad should be playing, Um, and he's not. Um, But the issue is, it's amazing cricket, it's a bit backwards, isn't it? Because England get bowled out for 77, and we're talking about they should have selected a bowler. (laughs) Um, 
But I think the reality is, if Jimmy Anderson had a bit more support yesterday with the wicket, how, it's, how you can leave a tall, fast bowler out, I, I have absolutely no idea. He, and, and the next thing is people are talking about him having a day off today. So, you know, which was absolutely nothing to do with him. The management decided for him to have a day off and Brody's now sort of getting a bit of flack and a bit of criticism for that. He should be on this cricket pitch. He should be playing cricket for England in this test match and I can't believe he's been left out. To be fair, England probably get a couple of days off if they have another day at 70, like they did today, 77 all out. The positive thing is they showed some fight back, didn't they? They tried to come back. Moeen Ali was excellent. I think Ben Stokes, again, was fantastic. Uh, the way he bowled, a terrific art. But let's say we, we gradually got back into it, but then the partnership towards the end just took it back in West Indies' favour. We've been joined by uh, Mayan Ali. Well done on the bowling, but it's obviously the batting that uh, people will be talking about today. And that was a, well, it was a bad day at the office, but we've been talking about how impressive that West Ending bowling attack was today. Yeah, they bowled really well. Um, we obviously kept losing wickets and uh, couldn't really build on a partnership or anything. But there were a couple of dismissals that were a little bit unfortunate, like a couple of dragons. But uh, I think in general, they bowled well and we didn't bat well. Talk about forced errors and unforced errors, and there was a bit of luck, but we just had the feeling that, you know, the, the, it was good bowling and, and the errors were forced by relentless pace. Yeah, it was more the fact that they hit the pitch, I think, and I think on the wicket like that, if you hit it at a good length, which Stokesy and Jimmy did as well first innings, so you, you do get something out of it, and um, I thought all of their bowlers did that and bowled fantastically well today, and we just couldn't obviously cope, um, but it is still... A good pitch has only been two days on there. It's a decent pitch. You can see guys can bat on there. There is obviously the odd ball, but um, we're going to have to bowl him out quickly tomorrow. Uh, Mo, I, I was unfortunately involved in uh, the 51 all-out. Give us some idea of what it was like in the dressing room when that was happening. Um, but also, more importantly, what was Joe Root's message to you guys, and I suppose Trevor Bayliss as well? What was their message to you as you came out following that? Um, I, I, I guess, you know, you, you see the wickets go down and you start thinking... Um, a little bit like, oh my God, you know, you need to. Some somebody's going to play well. We need a big partnership. And Joe's message was to go out and just, you know, play the way we play and not just sit there and um, let them bowl almost and uh, try to be a bit positive, I guess. And um, I, I guess on that wicket, because it's quite slow, you could uh, just play nice and straight. I guess uh, guys were a little bit unfortunate up top, and sort of everything was going their way a little bit. There was a couple of bad shots as well, but uh, you kind of need to try and stop it and be that sort of batsman to try and do that whether you go out and be positive or try and just block it or whatever it is um, you need to try and stop the, the rot of losing wickets and, and unfortunately the, the rot carried on and, and didn't get end up getting bowled out for 77 what were the tactics then of getting back into the game obviously now you've got the ball in the hand what were the tactics of getting back into the game the simple message we had was to try and show some fight really as a team and uh, something that probably been lacking a little bit in bat and ball first innings and um, to go out there and show that um, we can ball better than we probably did first innings. I think bar uh, Jimmy and um, Stokesy, I think the rest of us struggled a bit on that wicket but um, I, I guess we, we showed a bit of fight there towards the end um, in that session. Um, they got away with us a little bit with the partnership there but we need a couple of big wickets in the morning and, and then see what happens. 
I mean, it's difficult, isn't it, Moeen? Moeen, you've played a lot of Test Mints cricket now. You go into that first in his deficit at 212, and now they've got a lead of 339. You've got to come out tomorrow morning and just go for it, haven't you? You've got to knock them over very, very quickly. And let's say you've showed how, how well you can bowl on there as an off-spinner. It's not just for the scene. There's a bit of bounce. It doesn't turn, but there's just that little bit of grip. So there's a bit there for you as well. Definitely, and I think the, the thing I sort of messed up in the first innings was I kind of tried to bowl attacking rather than actually just trying to def um, hold an end or whatever it was I needed. And this innings I tried to just hold an end and I got a few poles and that's the mistake I personally made in the first innings with the ball. But um, yeah, we know we showed fight and like you said, we need to come out tomorrow and um, bowl tight and take wickets, which um, is not always easy, but you always have a chance. I think with the way they play as well, they, they are a little bit, um, very. they are a very aggressive side. and. Um, it, it's possible, but I, th I guess the runs they have on the board already is a good lead. Uh, it's a good score already, but we're going to have to bowl well. We're going to have to have a great day tomorrow for us to have any sort of chance. Thanks, Moen. Well, you guys find a way to win. You've won eight of the last nine, so I'm not writing you off yet. It's going to be a very, very difficult uh, proposition for England coming in uh, tomorrow for day three of this test match. But listen, don't write off England. No, absolutely. And I, to be honest, I, I like what Moen said there at the end. We're going to have to have a very good day to have any chance in this match. I mean, it doesn't get more honest than that. And that is the reality, the, the hard, you know, cold hard facts of the matter. When you, when you get bowled out for 77, I was in commentary just afterwards and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think, right, how are England getting back into this game? How can they, well, it's not going to be a draw. We know that. It's going to be a win or lose. How do you get back into the game? They needed those wickets quickly. You know, Hetmeyer again, he's been so impressive, hasn't he? Come out again in a, okay, you'd, you'd argue it wasn't as much pressure because yes, they may have been five down for not many, but actually the scoreboard, the lead was plenty, but again, played brilliantly. England are gonna have to do something very, very special to, make, to get anything out of this game. I would like to make the point, Steve Harmison, and Moeen Ali just confirmed it from somebody who's been on it for two days. We've been watching the game. He said it's still a good wicket. Well, if you look at the last partnership, the last partnership tells you it was a, geek, a decent wicket. You know, the, England have got to find a way. And what I mean finding a way is finding a way to get through this next day, this next, the rest of the test match. As well as, look, this is the first test match of a series. It's not the last test match of a series. It's the first test match of a series. So you've got something to go. So even if England lose this test match, they've got to be able to come out of this day are out of this test match and finish it with a positive, yes, they might get beat, but a good second innings performance with the bat, which takes them into Antigua. If they get rolled again for 77, then all of a sudden there's, there's, there's really pressure on for the rest of the series. Tin hat job tomorrow morning for the rest of the week. Tin hat job. Take the criticism from a selector's point of view, a captain's point of view, a player's point of view. Get yourselves ready, preparation done for Antigua and go again. But tomorrow morning when they come back out, they've got to be on it to get a positive outcome back into this Test Match series. Listen, they're not free from criticism, England. Let's not, listen, West Indies were excellent with a ball in hand, but England, we've, it's time and time again, they keep collapsing, don't they? That first innings, we said one at the start of the series, one of England ways of getting better and getting to number one team in the world, which is the target, you have to get 350 plus in that first innings. And yet again, we failed. 77 all out is not good enough. Well, if you missed the action, have a listen, if you can bear it. It's gone, third slip, no problem this time. Well, I'll, I'll 
Zuri Joseph goes down as not in the scorecard, and he goes down as James Anderson's fifth wicket. Pulls the ball up now and takes the claws in from the England fans. Here is uh, Butler. Edge gone. What a catch, Ben Folks. But that was a huge swing from Shimron Hetmeyer, and the West Indies have been bowled out for 289. Keaton Jennings needs a good performance against genuine pace bowling with a ball swinging and moving. Here is Jason Holder, who was at second slip. That's driven in the court! Jennings driving at a full wide one outside the off stump. What a start for the West Indies. Roach around the wicket to... uh... Burns, who's played on! Not the start England would have wanted. Besto waits with his bat raised in this almost baseball style, and it's against... He's played on as well! England are in all sorts of trouble here. 44 for three. Here comes Holder. And again now, passes umpire and bowls to Root. And Root has wrapped him apart. There's a lot of people. He's gone. Oh, he's given him. 44 for four. Root's gone for four. England, a calypso collapse. Oh, here. 61 for eight. And it's going back to the good old days of West Indies cricket. Josephine once again. And that's edge to second slip. Jason Holder takes the catch. Here comes Stokes. It's a short bouncer, and it's been slapped straight to cover. Stokes has fallen over, and John Campbell, who was looking to pull it, has actually hit it straight to the fielder. Nobody can quite believe what's happened. I've never seen all like that, ever. I, I really haven't. He uh, yeah. waits. Yeah. Get to the edge! Out! Moen Ali has struck! And we said one can bring two, can bring three. Bang! 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 61 for three. As Moen goes in. Bit of air. It's caught! It is one of those spells! Moen Alley strikes again and Chase has gone. Royston Chase, a duck! I just don't know what's happening in this match anymore. I really don't. Ben Stokes to Shea Hope. Two slips, a gully, a short leg waiting. Is driving in the air. That's gone over long arm. That's gone for another six. Oh, this is T20 stuff we're watching. Oh, it's in the air and it's out. And Hetmeyer goes for 31. This crazy day. An 18-wicket day. And Sam Curran has a wicket. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.